yeah, I, I remember vividly of, of my struggle. I remember barely graduating high school. Um, but I also remember once I got out and the freedom I had to just, you know, be who I wanted to be and do what I wanted to do. Um, and just kind of like, yeah, just create. And all I knew how to do was to make stuff and to have fun doing it. You're listening to Creative Leadership with Heart, a podcast that inspires people to take action and be the leader they were born to be. I'm Coach Rico, and I'm known for coaching and training executives, leaders, founders, and high performers at Fortune 100 businesses, startups, and more. I'm a 20-year creative executive, leadership and life coach, author, speaker, and serial entrepreneur. I'm here to answer your questions about leadership and personal development while also asking you questions that can unlock your untapped potential. What's up, all? Welcome back to Creative Leadership with Heart. Thanks again for joining us this week. I'm excited for this one. Whoopi, one of my favorite creatives. Um, well, we got Ashton Whoopi Winger. I'm like jumping into it already. <laughs> we got Ashton Whoopi Winger here. He's on the UXD team at Netflix. Um, he's done work at Fox Animation, Snapchat, of course, Netflix. And then he's done, he's had a lot of his own business ventures, which I love, which maybe we'll get to talk about some of those, some of those things you've done in the past. Um, but yeah, welcome. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me, Rico. It's a pleasure. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I said, I'm stoked again. So yeah, so give a little bit of people a little bit of background. Can you tell us a little bit about your journey yourself? What what about creativity? When did that spark happen for you in life? And why what made creative your calling? Yeah. So if we were to go back what, 25 years ago? <laughs> um, um really creativity and you know that world was introduced to me at quite a young age my mom's a school teacher um, but she was always within the arts whether that's performing arts or anything like visual arts um also have family who's you know painters and digital artists as well so i really got started within this world of being a creative being curious very early it was my form of play at a very young age um and it was my form of play and my form of escapism before i knew about it because there was other areas that i struggled in um mostly school so the areas where school didn't work out i was always just being creative whether that's you know taking pictures um creating films um i was very fortunate enough to get access to the internet when i was five um, so having a computer, having access to the internet, just opened my world up to so many different things, whether it's video games or modding in different servers or, or hacking Photoshop and, and, you know, putting my friends' faces on monsters. I was always just kind of tinkering around and really just exploring what else was out there uh, because there was a other side of my life that I struggled in and I felt like I just wasn't succeeding in as well. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Was it the academics this is something you and i have never really talked about before because we've yeah. always geeked out on creative um but yeah can you tell us a little bit more like what was that experience like for you and how did it push yeah. you into the arts yeah absolutely so i mean my mom's a school teacher right so i was kind of the complete opposite of of the expectation of a teacher's son uh whereas you know even from as early as I can remember, I just struggled in school, whether that's grades, just academically, just, you know, paying attention. Um, you know, I was kicked out of school a, a lot. Um, I think I've been kicked out of pretty much every school up until high school. 
Um, and that's elementary and middle school where, you know, I just struggle with focusing and struggle with just kind of like the task at hand of, you know, doing the traditional type of work. Um, but my mom discovered pretty early on was like, hey, he, he might not be great at academics, but he kind of excels in this whole other area of art. You throw anything at him that's within the creative field, that's art, that's computers, then he could run with it. And this was the time where, you know, computers weren't kind of like the main thing. They were just on the rise, but we didn't see that as like an area of like, oh, if he knows computers, it's, he's successful or, you know, he's smart. It's just like, oh, he just likes to play games. But for me, I was just kind of introduced to so many different worlds of like, all right, I know how to create with computers. I know how to be a part of the different worlds and com communicate with others, as well as um, even outside of, you know, just my computers, it's just like, I was really into storytelling. And I think my first love was, was really just film. Um, and I used, I remember being in fifth grade and graduating, going to sixth grade and begging my mom for a high eight camera. And I remember it was a Sony digital high eight camera. I was like, okay, you know, can you please like for my graduation gift, I want this camera so I can film my toys and create stop, stop motion animation. And that's me going into the sixth grade, very young. Um, and luckily I got in and that really opened a world, a whole new world to me because, um, you know, teachers were calling my, my mom every single day saying that, you know, Ashton isn't paying attention paying attention, he's not turning in homework, he's barely showing up to class, he's not really present. Um, but luckily, you know, my mom being my biggest fan, you know, you know, was able to just take me under her wings and really guide me through like, hey, this is an area you're really successful in. However, there's this whole new area of, you know, the arts, whether that's music, you know, I picked up the saxophone, I was in jazz band, I was in marching band, whether that, was performing arts. I used to be in musicals and, and dramas. And I, uh, I've received um, scholarships for, for, you know, acting school and musical theater school and everything, or if that's just regular, just art, you know, and, and video and film and learning how to edit in Final Cut Pro and everything. And a lot of this was a fairly, I was doing this at a fairly young age from like 10 to, you know, onwards, you know, and then I started to discover more tools you know, the Adobe Creative Suite and everything and learning how to really create really fun stuff. And with the boom of YouTube and with the boom of just content very early on, I was able to kind of leverage that and, and use it to my advantage and show teachers, hey, like, yes, I, I can't do, you know, 20 pages of whatever biology homework, but I can, you know, create stories. I can create worlds. Um, I can be as creative and, and, teach and learn in a whole new way using these different mediums. Yeah, that's amazing. Like I didn't know that part. So I'm learning <laughs> stuff about you right now. And that's, it's crazy that like, you know, I, I don't, I'm, this is a whole not, it's not an education podcast. So I don't want to get into like how yeah. parts of the school system need to be fixed, but it's, it's crazy that, yeah, you like what you consider academic right is like whatever science and stuff like that you didn't do so well in, but you like excelled in the arts and that to me it now that gives me a lot more we'll talk more about it later on like why you excelled at so many different things and why you got into so many different things mm -hmm. right and so maybe, maybe there's a good transition on why i wanted to to bring you on and why i'm excited to have you because you are by far one of the most if not the most memorable interview i have ever had and it was at Netflix because 
yeah, you were interviewing for a motion designer and this wasn't even on UX. So you, mm. you're even taking it farther than, you know, I had high expectations for you just because I know how great you are and you're taking it farther. So I'm like happy. I'm like, I was, I have, I'm a little part of your story. So I'm so happy to be a part of that. But yeah, we're having this interview and it was, it was going fine, right? Like mm. it was your normal interview. Like what are your goals? You know, like show me some of the work you did. Um, and it almost felt like we were kind of going through the motions. But I felt it and I wanted to shift the energy. So what I asked you, right, was like, well, this is all stuff you did at Snap. And this is stuff people told you to make, right? This is what their requirements were. And then I asked you, well, what do you do for you? What, what is your passion project? And can you share, folks, what you thought in that moment? What were you thinking up until that point for the interview and then where it went from there? Yeah, absolutely. And and just to like, you know, take a even like a little step back. That was my last I that was my last interview. Prior to that, I believe I had maybe four other interviews. So I was meeting with the team. I was meeting with your peers and just like going back and forth. And I think this was like maybe like the fifth interview of just like meeting everyone and, and pitching myself and just showcasing my work. And I felt like you were the final boss of, of this of uh, interview. Game. Yeah, because <laughs> um, yeah, I, I had went through the motions and I showed you all my work. You know, I, I had you know prepared a deck of like my Snapchat work. Um, and, you know, a lot of that work was like very like conceptually new it was also utilizing new technology like augmented reality uh, mixed reality and all that stuff um and i was showing just going through the motions of just showing you that work and you asked me you're like okay this is great i know what you're capable of in terms of you know working at a corporation being able to do this what's up with outside like where are you doing <laughs> what are you doing outside of all of this you have this talent um you're obviously capable of doing a lot of stuff what else have you done outside or what have you done for yourself and I don't know if you remember, but that brought like the biggest grin to my face. And I remember it vividly because it was one of those moments where I was just like, finally, finally, I know like all the hard work that I've done outside of work that I've done for myself is finally paying off in this moment. Um, because this is the work that I kind of used to kind of bet myself on. Um, and this was kind of like, like the riskier area in terms of, in terms of my work, not necessarily um not necessarily you know i was doing it for a job i was doing it truly for myself um and i had the biggest smile i was like say less i'm so happy you have you asked this question because i have so much work um and that's when i went through and just kind of opened up the secondary portfolio i had my main one and and that one was just in my back pocket of like all right hey here's all this work here's an app i created um by myself that took me six months to, to develop and i taught myself how to create an app create and develop an app um and then also here's like this gallery i did out in london where i created all of these arcade machines in collaboration with vans and here's uh, a music video I, I directed for snoop dogg and another music video i directed for glass animals and these were just all projects that i had done while also maintaining my nine to five job at Snapchat. Um, but I was proud of that work. I was proud of that work because, you know, I, I knew it, would, it came solely from me, whether I was directing, creating, directing or developing. Um, but this type of work was like truly from myself. And, and I never expect to really use it to gain leverage or to get my foot in the door at, at, at a company like Netflix. 
um, I felt like I had to kind of fit a mold and I had that work ready in order for me to fit that mold and, and to get my foot in. Um, but this type of secondary work was kind of like, you know, this is what I do in after hours. This is what I like when I come into work late, this is why <laughs> it's, it's because of this work. Um, yeah. And yeah, that it, it brought the biggest smile because it was just a moment of just kind of like, just like, it was just a moment of me being like, thank you. <laughs> I'm very grateful. And also just like, I have it here and it's finally paying off. Whether I got the job or not, it was just a moment where I was just like, yes, I have it. And here you go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, that I remember that smile because yeah, what you were showing me was good, the Snapchat stuff. But that moment, it's like really what I look for on folks on my team, like with the creatives are just pure people that are really passionate and love storytelling, right? And mm -hmm. so when people, when you have to do stuff at a job, it's great, right? But it's almost like this is what you're kind of required to do. But the fact that you live, breathe, eat, like to your soul, you tell stories and you use any medium to do it. You use mobile devices, you use videos, you use live activations, you use so many platforms to tell stories. Like I was, you didn't have to sell me on anything. I just knew your abilities, right? And if someone could tap into to that and like nurture it, dude, like you have like all the potential in the world and you're starting, you're realizing that. Like I just kind of, I, I always use this leaders, good leaders open doors and it's up to people to walk through them. Like I can't make people walk through them. You like jumped through it. You like did you like kicked through it. You did everything and, and more. And like that's that's what you look for in a candidate. So like I work with a lot of I coach a lot of designers and executives and stuff. And th there's this thing that they like, oh, I need to tell them what they want to hear. I'm like, no, you don't. You know, like if you're in your portfolio and you're bored with what you're talking about, right? Throw in what you do, like your passion projects, because that energy, that excitement. That, that energy like instantly filled the room when your face lit up. And I was mm -hmm. like, this, like, like, don't even interview anyone else anymore. Like, we're done. Like, <laughs> this is it. <laughs> we don't need to talk to anybody else. Right. And I, I think that's the big thing I want to share with you about you is like, just keep doing your thing. Right. It's what makes you who you are. And then the passion came through. When I heard all that stuff, I was like, oh man, like somebody, Somebody needs to unlock you in some way, shape, or form to to do to do this more like instead instead of your side hustle. This this needs to be your hustle hustle. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And and that's the thing. I, I never I never felt like there's just always so much stuff out there um to, to explore and to experiment with. And I never want to be in a position where I stop that, where I stop kind of like just reaching for what's out there, um, especially now. There's just so many amazing things going on right now. Um, but you know, I I think that the you can like see the drive and see where I was trying to go. Um, I don't feel like there needs to be one medium for an artist or a designer. I think you know we need to have an understanding of these worlds that we're trying to create within these mediums and it doesn't just need to be motion design you know i might use motion design to get my foot in the door or to get a job uh, but that you know branches out into you know mobile development creative direction editing you know all of these different mm -hmm. things um it doesn't need to just be one area and that's it this is just the area that i'm going to live in it's just like well like life you know 
this exploration is definitely a journey and I need to keep on seeking and going through and risking and, and just really seeing what else I'm capable of. Um, and I think that's kind of like the most important part was it's just not, I'm, I'm just not doing this one thing and that's it. I'm just kind of pushing myself to see, all right, how much further can I go? You know, I don't know how much time I have left. Let's, let's see what I can get away with and let's see what works and what uh, others respond to and everything. Yeah. I mean, it, it's crazy because, you know, I wouldn't even think at all you had any kind of challenges any with anything growing up. So that's why when you me learning about like your academic challenges is so crazy because I know you was never being satisfied. Like you always want to keep growing and doing more. So that's why that me learning that today is even more powerful for me because I've always seen you as like the consummate student, right? Like always wanting to perfect or no such thing as perfection, but like, you know, like improve your craft and get better and tell mm -hmm. store better stories and better stories and better stories. Yeah, I, I think I think that's what it is. It's I, I do kind of see it all as as one big story of like, you know, my progression. Um and understanding, you know, an area of where I struggle by, I think in order to for you to, you know, to progress, you have to kind of start in this area of like you know, of struggle of just kind of like not knowing where you're going to be and then starting to see the light. And once you see that light, it's like, oh, that's a direction I could start to head in. And then as that starts to come to, into fruition, you're like, oh, okay, I'm starting to see what I'm capable of. I've been successful. People have responded well to the work I've done. Now what else can I do? So I, I think that's that's really what it, what it is. I mean, yeah, I, I remember vividly of, of my struggle. I remember barely graduating high school. Um, but I also remember once I got out and the freedom I had to just, you know, be who I wanted to be and do what I wanted to do. Um, and just kind of like, yeah, just create. And all I knew how to do was to make stuff and to have fun doing it. And then I found out, oh, I could get paid for it. <laughs> let me see if I could, you know, let me see if I could figure that part out and get my foot in the door of one of these companies. Yeah. I mean, you got more than your foot in the door. Um, so I want to go into almost like advice mode, right? So like yeah. knowing what you know now, um, would you have done anything different or what, what advice would you have for your younger self? Yeah. I mean, I'm real. I'm super stoked for my, like, very proud of my younger self. Um, he did well, <laughs> he did well. Um, I think the only advice I, I would have is, is um, to learn discipline, to get a little bit better at discipline. Cause I think even now, one of the areas I struggle on is just discipline and just being able to lock in and work sometimes. And I think that there's so many different forms of like learning that, um, whether that's sports or, you know, I, I box on like my time off. And that's something that helps me so much, you know, boxing, running, just learning how to lock in and, and, and get into that flow state. I think it's really important. And that's something that's incredibly difficult, like to tell 18 year old, 20 year old me, hey man, get better at <laughs> just being disciplined and just honing your craft. Um, but I think as I got older, I started to realize, all right, there was a, t a lot of time that kind of went by of you just, you know, either lingering or trying to figure things out instead of just locking in and focus. So I think that would be kind of like, you know, the first bit of advice. And the second is, you know, as I started to find success in my personal projects, um, you know, now me being older and, and reflecting, I, I start to realize, wow, what if, 
what it would have been like if I would have just continued on the path of creating this stuff for me. Um, you know, my first stop, Drizzy Tears. Very silly, casual game where you stop drinking and crying. That game ended up going viral. And, you know, in all these articles and on the top gaming websites and tech blogs and everything like that. But I was also creating that and doing a lot of stuff so I could work at Snapchat, so I could work at Netflix. Um, because once I got the job at Snapchat or Netflix, I kind of just was like, all right, that's it. Like job is done on my pers personal project because it got me in. Um, where realistically, I wish I kind of like was able to be like, hey, no, this is successful. Like you could keep on going with your project and, and worry about getting landing a job later. But I think at the same time, I've always had this little bit of a chip on my shoulder of me being like, look, you didn't go to college. You barely graduated high school. The fact that you're able to get a job now and think this is maybe like 10 years ago where everyone's like, you need a college. You need, you know, to be able to go to these schools in order to get into tech or to be successful. And my mom was a school teacher. So having all of these things in my head, it's just like, if you have an opportunity to, you know, to get a job, one of these things, then go for it, you know? So, so that's why I did. But I think looking back, I would tell myself to just, you know, continue a little bit for, have a bit more fun with the projects um, you're doing because you're already successful and, you know, you already have a great response. You know, you've done projects that, you know, that have, that have performed better than a ton of apps on their first day. Um, and that just have, much more of a bigger impact than other apps have. So I think if, if I was my mentor, I would, I would tell myself that just continue on, uh, be a bit more disciplined. Um, and yeah, just have, have fun with what you're doing. Not saying I didn't have fun, but continue to have fun with what you're doing. Yeah. I mean, that, that passion that you brought in, it's like, you know, like keep, keep following that, keep following that. Right. Um, speaking of mentor, well, and, and the other thing, right. Like, I, I, this one hasn't gone out yet. This, the other podcast might go out <laughs> uh, before this or after this, but we, I was talking to someone about like college nowadays, right? Like, um, dude, there's a lot of people that are on our team that didn't graduate college and people would be surprised. Like what you had, like how many people that didn't graduate college working at Netflix? I think maybe even some people at Netflix might be surprised about how many people our team hired that didn't have college degrees, but you know, like, I don't want to say college is overrated, but like if somebody has a talent and the drive to do it and not have like a college education, but still is like grinding at it and grinding at it and perfecting their craft, I would almost, I would much rather choose that, right? Because it showed like one, how bad they want it, right? Because college isn't for everybody. One, there's like a financial burden for some people. Like there's just other things that might not make college possible. But if you stick with it and you keep doing it, that shows me how bad you want it, how much you love doing it, right? And then just the talent, right? Like you can't teach talent. Um, you can teach concepts, frameworks. You can teach like basics, like the rule of thirds and like that kind of stuff, perspective and all those things. But you can't always teach the way to put all those things together, right? And so, yeah, to to reiterate, right. For me, college, like it's good for what it is. Uh, I'm not doing anything that I learned in college just to, to let everybody know. <laughs> I have a college degree. I have a degree in PR, right. And I had nothing to do. I was doing, um, like creative work, 
I was doing like UI work, product work, PR didn't really help me with any of that stuff. Um, and when people were getting MBAs, I was working because I would much rather do it than learn about someone else who did it. Mm-hmm. And that's like what you did. Like you were just like, no one needed to show you how to use Adobe and all these things. You were just like, dude, I'm going to figure this out. Like you love tinkering. Like as long as I've known you, you love tinkering. Mm-hmm. So you're like, I'm just going to figure this out. <laughs> right? Yeah. I, I, and I think that's kind of like, you know, the key of, of what I do, the core of it. It's just like tinkering, figuring out what works. And it's like, all right, let's see what sticks. Um, and I've always kind of like just enjoyed seeing like, all right, well, I'm just going to either do it until someone tells me no or it opens the door or whatever, because that's how I kind of learned. Um, my mom, my mom, um, you know, always kind of like told me to like think like a scientist. Um, and that has been kind of ingrained in me because it's just like, yeah, you have to experiment, you have to drive your curiosity, you have to be ambitious um, because there's just so much in what you see that's right in front of you. There's so many ways to push different concepts and so many different ways to explore them as well. And, you know, I, I think there's so much you could get from college. I think it's amazing, but to your point, yes, the opportunity just doesn't present itself to everyone. Um, and I'm grateful it didn't. <laughs> I'm very grateful it didn't because it's it's hard. I think the financial burden alone, don't want to go deep into that side, but it's just like, I feel like, you know, imagine, you know, graduating college now, having that financial burden and being like, all right, do I, you know, do I take this internship that pays little or nothing at all um, with this burden on me? Or do I just have to just grab a job, any job, real quick just so i can make sure i can start paying things off and i can balance things out and everything um, there's a bit more flexibility um i'm not saying this is the case for everyone but i have seen it you know with you know a ton of friends and and you know i i think that you know if what i did do instead of go to college is i interned all over los angeles i worked at uh, the motion picture sound editors. I worked at visual effects companies. I worked for photographers and DJs and and everything. And that paid off in the long run because the people who I interned for ended up getting me my first job in a, at a digital marketing agency, um, working for Snoop Dogg, yeah. <laughs> which is a whole another story. Um, and and I don't know how I knew to just seek internships, but I was just like, look, like all right, I I, I work at the Apple store. And I have this extra time, <laughs> maybe I could find an internship and, and just kind of land it there. But um, I think that there is just so many opportunities to learn. It, it doesn't have to be structured within a college. I think just, you know, regular life, just knowing, being able to identify what you're interested in and going in that path of being like, all right, is there a beta program for an app that I could be a part of? Is there, you know, a quick photo shoot that I could jump in on? And there's just so many opportunities to learn, um, whether it's online or offline, um, especially especially now. Yeah, I mean, and and the way you're doing it, you're learning it on the job while getting paid, right? <laughs> so like, and and there's no what college is going to put you like inside of the agency, like at the negotiating table with these people, like the things that are that you're learning, even if you're just a, a fly on the wall or you're just hearing things happen, like. There's no classroom that can replicate that. So like not saying college is a good thing or bad thing. I think it's if you choose it for you, then that's great. 
but if you decide not to and like what you did like like i said you you wanted it bad enough so you just did everything you could get your hands on to get it internships like doing your own thing figuring other things out um one thing you mentioned it and if you were your own mentor but i wanted to ask if there was somebody you want to give a shout out to as a mentor in your life mentors or anyone that that helped you along the way yeah i mean like I, i've been i've been praising her throughout this uh podcast but definitely my mom uh my mom is is kind of like the number one person who like we've been we've been through it in terms of just kind of like growing up but also who had the vision and who was very she kind of like she really was able to point out like look once you get over this hurdle you have the freedom to express yourself you have the freedom to to create you just have to get over this hurdle which was high school um and she she had the vision the whole time when i was completely blind to just feeling like i was stuck and not able to move forward she was just had that clear vision as well as i mean there's been so many people um it, it hasn't it wasn't just a, a single like i've done everything on my own i'll never kind of like take that credit there's you know people from you know of course my mom my uncle uh who is also amazing at computers uh my brother who's also a creative um and also every everyone who i interned for as well and and also the people at the first really everyone i mean like everyone you <laughs> has contributed to um to where i am today and everything and, and it doesn't go unnoticed and definitely appreciative of it because i know the i'm aware of the paths that i could have gone down um it's very clear the paths that i could have taken uh, different groups of people i could have ended up with uh, being born and raised in south la where i could have been easily um and and i think it's good to just remind myself i mean i look outside the window it's like okay there it is um, but but yeah i'm grateful for for everyone because you know it's it's whether it's a stepping stone or just kind of passing by someone and them saying one thing or asking me a question, it's all contributed to where I am. And and there's still a ton of like growth and and a ton of things I still struggle with to this day. Um, and I'm still figuring out, but I think I'm on the right path. And I think that's kind of really the important part. It's like, how can you make sure the path that you're on, the direction you're headed is the path that you want to be on instead of kind of being a bit clueless and directionless of where you're going. Yeah. I, I love that. Like we are people who were mentors for me sometimes maybe didn't even realize it. Yeah. Um, and some people who had maybe bad experiences for me were mentors in another way of like teaching me the things I didn't want to be. Right. Mm. So like, I love that how you're, yeah, we, we kind of are sums of the people around us. Right. And, in the way we want them to like impact us so we could take bad things sure but we ch we choose to follow the things that feel right to us and, and it kind of makes us who the people we are today so yeah I, I even though i do sometimes call out specific mentors i love that from you it's like everybody along the way has given me something whether they know it or not whether it was good or bad i got something from everyone yeah and i think it's important to be in a mindset of like what can i learn from each person i meet um whether it's like a you know wealth of knowledge or just a quick quote or just something you know just from their normal behavior i think that there's something to connect and learn with from everyone that you meet 
Um, and I think that's important. It's like, all right, how can this contribute to my personal growth and what I want to do, whether that's professionally, creatively, or just something that just helps my, my overall character? Uh, what can I learn and do from, from uh, just learning from everyone that I pass by? Yeah. And one, one last question, because um, we're getting up close on time here is, you gave a lot of advice already and a lot of good nuggets for people. So if, if they haven't written it down, they should go back and listen. But what advice would you give anyone today who is like either in school, like high school, grade school, or in college, wherever in their career, thinking about or struggling with like, should they be a creative or do I stick with creative? What advice would you have for those folks? Yeah, I think like the number one thing is right now it's the best time the best time to be a creative. The tools are accessible. Um, the resources are there, they're free. Um, I, I wish I could learn, I wish I had Rico like podcasts when I was 16. Um, I wish I just had that little bit of insight that people pay thousands of dollars for. It's all here right now, it's the best time and you can learn it very fast and you have the time if you're a young creative. Even if you're not young, it's still a great time to just learn these tools. And the great thing is, is that there's new tools right now. And right now those new tools are what's going to be the next jobs. So um, my main <laughs> advice is start learning, start creating, utilize those tools because it's easier than ever to create a film. It's easier than ever to create an app or a video game or a podcast. Uh, there's web services. You don't even need to download. You just need a browser. You can do it all on your phone. Um, so right now the world is catered to being a creative and of course there's um you know you can make money you can monetize it as well you can have your own platform and a following um and this is whatever you're interested in you're interested in video games great learn how to create a video game stream it on twitch uh work with different devs around the world another thing is it's easier than ever to connect with other people one thing i Felt to mention was in all these personal projects, I've worked with people from around the world. One of my closest collaborators is a guy in Ukraine right now. Um, and I've worked with people from Ukraine, Japan, like different parts of Europe, all over the world. And I think that's important. Learn how to collaborate too. Uh, because yes, you can do everything on your own, but there's, there's powers and numbers. Um, and you could just amplify what you do if you partner up with others and really bring your mind together. So really right now, just be a creative, have fun, uh, utilize the tools that are available to you and to uh, collaborate and meet other creative creatives. They're all over the place. They're on TikTok, they're on Instagram. You could just find them just walking down the street. Um, Cause I think that's important to just, you know, connect with others and meet with others, just to expand your world a bit more. Yeah, I mean, it's and it's more fun, right? Like doing it fun. alone, like you have fun figuring things out. But like when you have somebody like a thought partner to just like bounce stuff off of, yeah. like the excite, it's twice the excitement. It's twice that like everything is doubled, right? Because I can be excited, but if there's no one to share it with, it's like it's it, it's yeah, almost it's like, like is oh, this man. real? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. that's a. I think that was a big turning point for me in my creative journey was once I found like a partner that that who was kind of like on the same who i was aligned with um and we just started creating it was like okay finally and it was beneficial to both of us um 
but once you find that partner that you're able to just work with, bounce ideas with, whether they're working directly with you or not, then it just kind of like elevate it where you're able to do because you're just like, all right, I can be critiqued. I know how to be critiqued now. I know how to take this feedback and really push my work. And also I know how to partner with people remotely, which is a strength in itself. Um, you might think you're on Discord or playing games and chatting with people. And it's like, no, if you look at it from a different perspective, you're, communi- you're learning how to communicate with people from around the world and you know how to work with them and act and listen. Um, and I think that's a strength because it's like, you know, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, like communicating with someone in Japan wasn't really realistic, but <laughs> but yeah. now it's just like, oh, I could just connect with you. We understand, you know, this game or whatever we're trying to create together. And we know how to communicate in different ways, whether that's within a language or if that's uh, with a tool or platform. There's so many ways of communicating as well. Yeah, that's fantastic. So collaboration and I don't want to say it for you, but it's almost like the golden era because you have access to so many things, right? Yeah. You have all the tools and with AI and automation, they're making the tools so much lighter weight and simpler and easier to use. Right. And we, I won't ask you now, maybe we'll have you back and cause I would love to hear your <laughs> thoughts on AI, but let's not get into it now. Cause we'll go on for like another hour. <laughs> all good. All good. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, so collaboration and like the golden era, like you have so much access to to tools, information, classes, mm-hmm. learning, whatever. YouTube is like the endless like education sure. tool if you use it the way you, if you use it the right way, right? Um, so yeah, so in that, thank you for that advice. And and um, before we go, what are you into, and um, how can people get a hold of you if they want to reach out to you, or if if you're you want people to reach out to you? I know this is a bit <laughs> of a surprise, but I, I don't want to flood your inbox. <laughs> yeah, I mean. You can reach out to me on LinkedIn. I, I think that's the best. I apologize in advance if I'm either slow to respond or don't respond. I'm just going to apologize now. Um, and if you do reach out, just be persistent. Just It's okay to contact me more than once um, and everything. Uh, that doesn't bother me. I did the same thing as well. Um, so, yeah, I would say LinkedIn. I think it's like linkedin.com slash Whoopi. Or if you just want to search me, it's Whoopi, my name. Whoopi I'll Winger, put, you can find me <laughs> right I'll there. The the, I'll put the link in the show notes, so then it will be yeah. easy. Yeah, yeah. Please feel free to, to contact me. Um, and yeah, what what things are am I looking out for? Was what's your other question? Uh, just anything you're into that you you want to share, like that that you've been thinking about, even. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I think AI. I, <laughs> you you have to bring me back. I think AI is very exciting, but really just these lightweight tools that allow you to create. Um, whether that's things like CapCut, which is a mobile, you know, editing app, or or if it's just things that allow you to um, create stories or to write or anything, like all these AI tools are are truly amazing. And right now they're free, um, so I I think that's what really grasped my attention. Um, and yeah, just just really playing and just trying to discover what else is out there. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you again, Whoopi. Um, I'm definitely, if you're down, I'd love to just talk AI with you. Because um, I think that's going to be a super edge because I'm an AI optimist. If yeah, used absolutely. properly, right? Yeah. Um, there's It can be it can do a lot of bad things, but let, let's save that for the next time that we talk because I think we can we will have a great discussion there. Um, but yeah, thanks again for, for taking the time to join us. Ashton Whoopi Winger, 
UXD, Netflix. Um, if you want to reach out to him, remember, reach out a few times. He doesn't, we won't bother him and his links in the show notes. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, Rico, for having me. It was great catching up with you. And, and I'm so grateful I was able to share my story with you and, and your audience. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. It was, the pleasure was mine for sure. All right, all. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of Creative Leadership with Heart. If you enjoyed the show, please like and subscribe. If you're ready to make huge, lasting change in your life, then what are you waiting for? What will your life look like if you took action today? What would it look like if you didn't? If you're serious and you're ready, book your free strategy session today and let's make your future a reality.